Welcome. You are now entering into the Reflection Lounge, a place for us to get connected with our thoughts and feelings. In the lounge, we will recognize that we are destined to succeed by investing in others and ourselves. Now introducing your host, the professor. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that beautiful introduction. This is the Reflection Lounge and I am the professor. Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to continue our series on the six styles of love. The other day, we tackled the altruistic love, which is called agape. Today, we're going to talk about that love of beauty and that practical love, eros and pragma. But before we get started, I want to talk to you about this will theory of love and how it evolves and and just knowing that these four things are going to continue to lay the foundation of what we're talking about. See, because in this theory, this is how relationship really starts. And this is how we say that in psychology, how people fall in love and how things, relationship come about and strengthen. It starts off with a rapport. After the rapport comes self-revelation. After self-revelation, then we dive into mutual dependency. And after mutual dependency, we go into the fulfillment of intimacy needs. So let me just talk a little bit about that before we go into Eros and Pragma. So that way you can have that great sense of where we're going and where we're going to continue to move in the direction for the next three styles of love that we're going to address. Now, when we talk about rapport... We're talking about when two people meet, they quickly sense if rapport exists between them. This rapport is a sense of ease, uh, the feeling that they understand each other in some special way. So that normally happens through the, hi, how you doing? Um, How you doing? What's your name? My name is so-and-so. My name is this, this, this. Meet and greet type stage in in, in our development in a relationship. But it says this feeling is dependent on our social environment in two ways. First, the report depends on uh, people sharing the same social and cultural background, which is true. Which is true. I mean, like some people tend to like to date people with the same social background as them or maybe the same socioeconomical background as them um, because they may feel like there's some type of connection there that are made when two people are sharing the same social status uh, maybe it could be the same cultural background as well. Um, something that they feel like they have in common with one another. So then you then you can move past that because you know it's 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 pretty much self-explanatory. Uh, secondly, we're gonna look at how people tend to feel rapport with those who share our role conceptions. That's when two people believe in the same thing and how roles are played out in relationships. Sometimes people get into relationships for different, different reasons. Uh, maybe one could say, well, listen, I believe in X, Y, Z. And then that person will go, really? I believe in X, Y, Z too. Y'all found out y'all have something in common. And then y'all start building upon that. And by that, you establish a rapport with one another. So from there, it can grow. Your relationship can grow. Self-revelation, um, if you feel a rapport with someone you're more likely to feel relaxed and confident around that person. And you might start sharing some real intimate things about yourself with that individual, which will cause you to grow, learn, understand, um, even come up with your own 
view of what you feel that individual may have to offer you or can offer you if you guys decide to get into a relationship and take it a step further. Uh, it could be talking about your economic status. It could talk about your, your intimacy, when the last time you had sex, when the last time you uh, was intimate with an individual. It doesn't have to be sexual. It can be just, you know, just holding hands or maybe do you like public display of affection. Things that you might want to start revealing about yourself and allowing that other individual to understand you in a little bit more of a intimate way. So, but then you also have the, um, the mutual dependency, like I was explaining to you before, because after you establish the rapport and then after you begin revealing stuff about yourself, you become more mutually dependent upon one another. That's when you start making a little bit more phone calls. You start wanting to bounce things off each other. You start saying, you know, call them, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, tell me, how do you think I look in this? How do, you know, you want to start having that person around more. You want that person's opinion more. You want to still feel a little bit more fulfillment because you're not alone anymore. So you, you are acting in a sense now more of in a relationship. You know, your walk is no longer something you do by yourself. You, you have somebody you can do that with. Now you feel like you have a partner of some sort. You're not feeling like you're single. You're feeling like you're establishing something with someone else. But then after you start to go through all those things, then you go through your basic need for intimacy. Now, that need for someone to love, that need for someone to, to confide in, that need for someone for sympathetic understanding, you, you want to turn to that individual and you want to be able to to, to at least have that individual understand you some more and understand you more than the last person understand you or understood you. Um, and you want to be into that position whereas that piece right there is going to carry you to the next level. But what does that have to do with anything? Well, that lays a foundation also to why we say we're in love and why the love does not work out and why our relationship continues to be rocky because we're not understanding the foundations that are laid before us to why you're in love. So last week we talked about that agape love, that altruistic love. Then we talked about that unconditional love, the selfless love that an individual can get that we so desperately seek from an individual. Now today we're going to dive, continue to dive into Eros love, like I said last week, but I also want to add in there that pragma love, because pragma love is going to fit into what we're talking about when we're talking about establishing that rapport. See, when you're establishing the rapport in the beginning, you're trying to establish a foundation with the individual so you guys can have an understanding from the beginning. But you're coming into the situation with your own personal agenda. Now, that's pragma because you're looking for something specific. First and foremost, you, you're taking a logical approach to how you want to see the individual. You know, you want somebody to meet your needs. So you're looking at how this individual going to meet my needs. So when you look at that, see, this is why I want to combine the two. Because I want you to understand, we can have our, uh, our views, we can have our opinion on what we think love is, but see, love encompasses a lot of things. And then when, you, when you're not feeling that, you don't feel fulfilled. You just, 
you feel unfulfilled and you, you tend to start looking elsewhere. That's why sometimes people cheat, whether it's male or female. So it's not always just the men that cheat. Women cheat too because they have needs that they want to fulfill. And that goes back to the fulfillment of intimacy needs. Because once you start to get into this piece and understand that you it's very important that your needs are, are important to be met, and, and it's, it's important to fulfill your role as a partner for the next individual. When you're trying to fulfill that role and it doesn't work out, you tend to look at life a little differently and say, hey, listen, I think I need to find somebody else to fulfill this role for me. So when you start looking for somebody that fulfill, fulfill all your needs from a practical standpoint, not from a, a, a feeling standpoint, from a practical standpoint, I need somebody with a good job. I need, he must make six figures. She must make six figures. She must be able to stand alone. Or I want a woman that can stay home and raise the kids while I go out and work. I need someone that's going to make sure my house is clean, the, the, the dishes are clean, the, the, the kids are fed and everything else, and she's good in bed. But at the end of the day, you're looking for all these different things from the other individual that it all sounds good in the beginning, but what happens in, in, in the middle? What happens towards the end? That is why relationships, they, 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 get so, they become rocky because the individual didn't realize what they were fulfilling for you. They didn't understand that when they fell in love with you, they fell in love with you because maybe they were thinking about the agape love. You fell in love with them with pragma. You was looking about the practical things. You look at your partner who is who has the background that you, you're looking for. You got the education, the personality. Uh, you got the right religion. Uh, your interests are, are compatible to your own. And, and you meet all the criterias. You, you can be a freak in the bed just like they are. You can have all these other things that this person needs. Oh, well, this person uh, has mutual satisfaction in the beginning. Oh, they do everything you want to do. They, they, they're jumping from the rooftop. They're swinging from the chandeliers. They're, they're jumping from underneath the bed. And they're doing everything that you, you always wanted because these are the things that you do. And these are the things that you've seen in different type of movies. Or, or you know, he, he proposed to you under the stars. He, he proposed. He got married on, on, on Valentine's Day. He, he brought your, your mother flowers. He did the things that you always said you want to see done. And he fit these roles. Or she fit these roles because when she came she massaged your feet when you came home for work she did the things that you wanted her to do you you she provided you with your, your your the fulfillment of your sexual needs at the time but then she turns around and then she continued to grow as an individual this individual continued to grow because you have to understand when you find somebody in there in their growth process they're continuing to grow. So when they continue to grow, that means a change will come about. And when a change come about and you're not meeting that, that, that standard and you're not moving with them, that person will continue to evolve while you continue to sit there satisfied in love with the fact that this person originally met your practical needs. Now, when you're talking about Edel's love, that love of beauty, this is where things becomes a little bit more complicated because when you met this individual... What was on your mind? I give you a minute to just to think about that for a second. Okay, your second is up. 
When you met that individual, what was on your mind? I could tell you what was on your mind. You was like, Lord have mercy. Look at those abs. Oh, he got muscles all over the place. Woo-wee, he tall, dark, and handsome, and then some. Then you looking at the other piece. Man, look at her, man. She got the body of a god. I mean, man, I, what I can do with that? You you start looking at all those things, and then you, and then you start asking yourself, he, he looks so good. She looks so gorgeous. What does she want with me? Why me? But at the end of the day, you pursued it because... If you can catch somebody that looked like that, oh, what would that mean for you? What would that say about you as an individual? Oh, I can have that person on my arms, and when I walk around there, people are going to be like, Dag, look, boy, did you see what Professor had the other night? Man, your, uh, their voices will go high, high enough that it, 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 it will break a glass because that's high pitch that they will reach. But what I'm saying to you is this. When you fall in love with somebody with, the, all the beautiful, natural uh, beauty that they could look for. But remember now, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Just because you think that person is beautiful and has all the, the qualifications that uh, a person would see and want in an individual, other people may not see that. And then you also got to understand now, it says beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That's an old saying. But now let's look at the beholder. Who's the one that's holding the beauty? You are. You are the one that's looking at that individual for everything that you want to see in that individual. Whether it was the smile. Oh, I love the way she smiled. Oh, her smile just light up the room when she smiled. Oh, she makes me melt. Oh, he just, oh, he, oh, when he smiled, he can get anything he want from me. You know, you're the one holding the look of what you want. You're the one have that image of what you want. Nobody else have the same image in their mindset that you have. Because I may look at that individual and say, ah, man, eh, I don't see what they see in that individual. Because I'll be honest with you, I see couples out there, I'm like, what, what, like, how did those two meet? What did he or she seen in that individual Lord have mercy, did you see what just walked past me? You, I mean, yeah, we become judgmental. And I, I ain't the only one, so y'all better stop there out there judging me right now because I know I'm not the only one you guys be judging too. So when we talk about that, we talk about how fascinated we are with every detail of that other one, that in that significant one, that other one that we're looking at. We pay so close attention to every little detail. But eventually, because that person may gain weight, okay? So that 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 waistline may become a baseline. So you you don't understand like what happened? Like what happened? Where did where did that body go? Well, I could tell you because when you was out there treating her to to all the ice cream, to the best steaks that you can find, and you was whining and dining her, and you allowed her to sit home and and, and do the things that you wanted to her to do because not only that she was beautiful, she might have met your your other your other pieces. You know, she had the practical pieces. You know what I'm saying? She she was not only beautiful but smart. Intelligent, funny, she made you laugh. 
She rubbed your neck while watching the movie. She did all the other things. She picked your feet up and put it on her lap, and she massaged your foot while you was watching whatever, the football game, baseball game, hockey, soccer, whatever you were watching. But she gave you that. She made you feel like a man, like a king in your own castle. But you didn't realize you was just in an apartment, and yeah, it was just a temporary situation, and it wasn't going to last long because that beauty eventually wears out. Now, now here's the problem. Here's the flip side to that. You know that that individual was attracted to you because of the fact that you're beautiful, male or female, all right? So when, I, when I'm talking, I'm going to talk on the side of both right now. You already know that that person knew that you were attractive enough to attract him or her or anybody else that may come their way. You just you just knew every time you got ready in the morning, you spent that extra 45 minutes on that hairpiece to make sure that hairpiece looked right. You made you took another extra 25 minutes to make sure the, the clothing fit right on you. You made sure you was able to slide your feet into those heels. You made sure that the hem on, on your on your pants was was at a right piece where your ankles could show. You made sure you had everything down to a T. But what you didn't account for that when you finally land that individual and y'all finally call yourself in love, I love you, boo. I love you too, baby. When y'all finally got to that point, you didn't realize that person was trying to settle. And when they settle, everything else settled too. The gut start to settle. The stomach started to move a different direction. Now, it wasn't the, 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 the buttocks wasn't the only thing jiggling at one point. Now the stomach jiggles with the, with the buttocks. So it's like you had a lot of other things starting to move and go in a direction that you didn't want, think that was going to go into. Now you have to start to look at, man, what, what's going on with this individual? You know, now the, the eyelashes start to come off. They're not being done in a way that you thought they was gonna be, they were gonna always be done, because now she's peeling them off. You like, what the heck? Now the lipstick, she don't want to wear the lipstick no more, cause she she got you. Oh, he ain't going to the gym no more, so the pecs are not not the same way they used to be. They not as hard as a rock like when you first met him. His his abs are not chiseled with with the twelve abs that he had before. He may got two right now. With a lump. Hey, now you now you now you're a little bit disinterested because now that you ever, you've been in a situation, you ever hear a guy really? And I'm sorry, guys, but I I only uh, see it this way. Sometimes women do it too, and I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna get on you guys too, but they'll be like, man, you know, you little you you get you gain a little weight. You gain a little weight, and then the woman is she's so self conscious. She's sitting up there, be like, do you think I'm getting fat? And he doesn't care. He was like, yeah. Because what he, he want back, he wants what he had for before. He want that, what he fell in love with body. But your body changed. Your body went through a change. And now you want, you, you, you getting depressed. Your, your, your self-esteem is being hit because now you, you want to go get liposections. You want to get breast implants. You want to, you want to tone it up in a different way. You, 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 you want to make a new year's resolution for the next 20 years. This year I'm going to lose weight. This year I'm gonna lose weight. This year I'm gonna lose weight. And every year you gain weight. You gain weight. You gain weight. Because it's 
not about what what you're deciding to do. It's just the body structure that you have and, and not realizing that you're not going to be able to keep that up because you thought you still look good. But he fell in love with what he thought was beautiful. She fell in love with what she thought was beautiful. Then she was like, you're not going to get up and get a job? I thought you was going to work all the time. Now you ain't going to work no more. All you do is sit around and just watch football games all day. That's all you good for? Why don't you go out there and work out or do something? Because your gut kind of big now. But, but guess what didn't change? Your mentality didn't change because in your mind, you still think you beautiful to an extent. You know, you see the, you see the, the, the gut. You see the, 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 the extra few pounds gain because you start to say when you're around people. Oh man, I, I need to I need to get into the gym because I need to lose a few pounds. It becomes a struggle just to try to maintain that piece because you're trying to not maintain your weight, but this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to save your relationship. You're trying to save your marriage. You're trying to stop your man or woman from stepping out on you. But they fell in love for different reasons. They didn't fall in love with that agape love. It wasn't selfless. It wasn't about you. It was about them. You understand? Like I said, Pragma, they took a logical approach to what they were doing. So when they, what you think made them walk up to you in the first place to say, hello? Did you think it was just the fact that you, was, you existed? No. What you think they looked at when, when you put on those tight jeans and you walked out the house and you know you got a body and a half. You know that. But then you turn around, you walking, and they were like, woo, hello. See, the hello changes. Because now you, you, you want to definitely get that person's attention. Just like you batting your eyes at him when you see him, you know, walking by and his chest all out. You, 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 you want to melt in front of him like, hey, how you doing, when? Yeah, you know what you're doing. You know how you're trying to lead them on. Yeah, you know what you're doing. You know how, how you're trying to lead her on. Why you think you're in the gym so hard? Because you want somebody to be impressed with your, your beauty, your physique. And when they do fall in love with that piece, you decide that you don't want to take up and, and continue it. And then, i.e., they decide to go and cheat. Find somebody who, who resembled the way you looked in the beginning of the rapport stage. And see, you take advantage of that, too, because during the part where you start, start doing the, the, the revelation piece, they may have told you why they work out so much. They might have told you what they've been looking for in an individual. And sometimes it's hard to meet those qualifications. But E-R-O-S, Eros love, it's the love of beauty. When the beauty is no longer there, then the love is no longer there. They're no longer going to provide you with what you've been looking for and searching for this whole time. Now, when it's practical love, see, you can put the two together. Because beauty is just a, it could be a practical thing. It could be a qualification on your checklist. That's why I'm putting them two together because you got to understand, like, yeah, you got this, this, 
you got this thing about you that you have this checklist on how you, what you want in a relationship. And this is going to determine how deeply in love you fall with the individual. You don't realize that or you haven't realized that because nobody ever broke it down to you. That's why we decided in this the Reflection Lounge to go through all six, Agape, Eros, Ludo, Story, Gay, Mania, and Pragma. Now on Thursday, today is Monday, but on Thursday we're going to go through Ludos and Storge. That's going to be a bonus episode. And then we're going to we're going to end it next Monday with Mania. And that's going to be, oh my gosh, when you guys hear that one, um, it's really going to change things because we're going deep into that one. We're going to go real deep into that one. That's why I save it for last because I always felt when I was teaching this, I always felt like people got the most out of this one. They understood life a little bit differently out of this one. And that's all I want for you as, as the listeners of The Reflection Now is to get something from each one of the episodes. So I want to reflect a little bit today. We talked about agape on last Monday. And thank you guys for, you know, um, listening because that was a very a well-listened episode. It, it, it did some great numbers. And I really thank you for all the love you showed for that episode. Um, and Eros and, and, and Pragma, these two, they go hand in hand. Because if once I fall in love with your beauty and I'm attracted to you, I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to want to, I want to go with and do the four, the foundations that, that, and, and start to try to establish a poor with you. Then once we establish that rapport, we be on the phone. Hey, boo, what you doing? And then we start revealing things to each other and we start talking to each other and, and telling things about each other that we, we, we want them to think is intimate because we're still doing the interviewing process. So, you know, doing the interview, you're going to tell the, the interviewer what you want them to know and understand about you so you can get the job. So getting you in the, in the relationship is like getting the job. So when we do that, yes, that is something that we do. Then we go into the mutual dependency piece. And then after we get to the mutual dependency piece, because now we feel like, okay, we have a lot in time and we're doing everything we got to do. Then we go into the fulfillment of the intimacy piece. But once we start to fall out of love with these things, because I'm going to let you know, be, be, be honest with you, that Eros love, that, that, that love burns brightly, but it soon flickers out and dies. That's just, that's just it. Now, you can, you can, you get a, you get a rarity. Some people, you'll hear somebody be like, you know, oh, she's still beautiful or he's, you know, he's still handsome. And 50 years later, we still, but that, that, don't get it twisted now. They didn't fall in love with the person because they were beautiful. They fell in love with that person in a different category. So they could still see the beauty in that person because they didn't fall in love with that person for the same reasons why you may think. You know, like my example of, of the the um, Boomerang movie with, with Eddie Murphy. He fell in love with women that were beautiful. That's the only ones he wanted to be intimate with. He only wanted to be intimate with the beautiful women. And some people are just that way. They're so vain. They think that they always got to have someone that looks beautiful. But think about it. How come you you can see some stars here? I can, I'm not gonna call names because I don't want to seem like I'm talking about some people. But they they get married six, five, four, three, five, eight, eighteen times because their marriages never work out. And you're like, what? Well, I can't understand. She is so beautiful. Why does she have to keep getting married like fifty times? And why her 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 relationships only last a maximum of four or five years? 
Because once the beauty, once you get used to seeing the beauty every day, there's nothing else about the person. The person become a shallow person to you. You don't you don't see anything else relevant about the person besides what you you, what you originally saw, which is the person's beauty. And once you get past the fact of, of the practical love and, and they meet, they met all the qualifications and they may not continue to add to the qualifications and you're still trying to, you're trying to do more things and you're, you're elevating your life because you're more uh, of a go-getter than that individual, that individual where you met him or her at may be their ceiling. That might have been where they were at. Now you can meet somebody else and they went, they didn't meet all those qualifications and this is where you went go wrong because if they don't meet those qualifications doesn't mean that they're not going to be able to get to the place where you want them to be. That doesn't mean that they're not going to be able to be qualified later, even more qualified than what they are right now. So you just can't look at the fact that they weren't able to be there at the moment you met them, but you got to look at where they're going to be later on. What the potential are. For that indiv um, individuals that may you may want to come into your life, what are their potentials? What can they bring to the table later? Right now, that might be their ceiling. I'm just letting you know that. So, and and that right now, that person may not look beautiful to you today, but with with the way things can go today, that person you don't know that person's determination and the beauty may come from from the inside out. And when you see that person later, you're gonna say, "Oh my God, what did I give up?" Because somebody else, guess what, is gonna find the beauty in that individual, <laughs> and you're gonna be stuck carrying the torch for somebody that you don't even realize didn't really have the qualifications that you thought that he or she may have. So, again, when you want to know why your ship is rocky and you want to know why the relationship is not working out anymore, you want to know why you don't still see the same individual the same way you saw the individual before, look at why you fell in love with the person. What was it truly about that individual that made you say, I love you? Or so quickly say, I'm in love with this individual. Because don't you understand during the rapport stage that individual brings their alter ego with them? They bring that other person for you to see. They're not going to bring the true person or who the true identity of who they are, they're going to bring that other individual. And that's who you're going to fall in love with. Then when that individual leaves, now you're stuck with the real person. But when you fall in love with somebody for the right reasons, oh, it's like that commercial. Oh, what a relief it is. You're going to realize that you done found something special. And nobody gonna be able to tell you any different. And it's just gonna click all day, all night. The intimacy will never die. Y'all communication will never die. Y'all ability to enjoy one another's company will never die. Y'all still gonna have interest in each other's uh, uh, interests. Okay, let's, let's use that word. So you're still going to be interested in what that individual interests are. You're going to want to know how they day went. 
Maybe you might not rub their feet like you used to, but you still care. Now, caring is different than loving. Caring is different than loving now. So just be careful now. Don't, don't always get those two twisted. But I want to say to you today, and I'm going to continue on Thursday. When you fall in love, ask yourself why I'm in love with this individual. You can even ask yourself why you're in love with your mate you, in, you, you have right now. You know, I don't know your answer. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be hard for you to be able to express your answer. But it's not about just having kids or, or being with that individual because, you know, you feel stuck because you got kids by that individual. No, you can move on. You can, you can move on and find love somewhere else. If you're looking the right way. If you're looking for the real type of love that's going to fit your situation. Not what you feel the qualifications are. So, you don't make no sense, professor. Like, what's my situation? I don't know. But when you first start loving yourself, then you'll find out what your situation is. Because that's the first person you should fall in love with is you. If you can't fall in love with you, how do you expect me to fall in love with you? I'm the professor. And I would love for you to have a great, great evening, day, afternoon, wherever you are at this time and you're listening to this podcast. I thank you for being a part of my life. And I thank you for just being a part of this whole experience for me Um, and I can truly say I love you for that I may not know who you are but I love the fact that you're tuning in and you're making the, the Reflection Lounge relevant thank you and tune in this Thursday for Ludos and Storge we still got a lot to give I'm the professor and this is the Reflection Lounge have yourself a beautiful